Hello, welcome to the evening. Oh, that's too tidy. No, what the hell are you talking about? That's the point of the film. She comes to the house and she upgrades it, and it's like it's too. Hi, welcome to the even worse idea of all time. I'm Oliver. I'm Jamie. I'm also Oliver. We're a podcast. His name's Alistair. Where we watch Bad Mums Two. Yeah, and we're watching it fifty-two times. We're watching it once a week for a full calendar year. That's right. Absolutely right. And this is the eighth episode, the eighth time we've watched Bad Mums 2. What did we think this week, guys? Well, I'm glad you asked me that, Jamie, because <laughs> at first, didn't mind the film, but then we we hit about the hour mark. Yeah. Um, I was trying to remember what scene it is. I don't recall. No, nor do I. Oh, I think no. Actually, I do remember. It's the um the 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 Santa stripping scene, right? And it just took a. Real oh, I, I paused the film, and you and the and the the progress came up, and you saw. See, there's yeah. a lot, there's a lot of film still I, to go. I saw that we were kind of only just over halfway, and um yeah, that really brought me down. Mm. And um after that, it was a bloody struggle. This might be yeah, I, I think I think it might be a bleak episode. I did not feel good this watch. Oh, I, yeah. in fact, was actually kind of dreading this watch before we did it. I was thinking today. I've been at work today, so and I was sitting there thinking, you know, after this, I've got to go and watch Bad Mums too, and I really don't feel like watching that movie. Fine to spend time with you guys. Don't want to watch the movie. I enjoy this more than work because I work in. Oh, I enjoy I enjoy this more than work too. And it's become a sweatshop. <laughs> The new the new manager is Benny from Abba and he is harvesting our <laughs> fucking sweat. What's, so it is a joy. What's he using the sweat for? Uh, energy drinks. Oh, okay. If you wonder how Powerade gets made. I didn't, but I guess yeah, Benny uh, from Abba. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so it's a joy to come and, and watch this film that I'm so acquainted with. It's a bit of I mean regularity yeah, in my in my. Tough it's always th- fine, sort of for the, the first bit, but then once you sort of get in the thick of it, and the movie's made, find the first bit. When you sit down, and we start the film, and we're like, "Oh, here we go." You Sometimes know, I really the opening feel song by the Lumineers is playing, and you know we're it's we're, not Lumineers. Isn't which what, what? later on. Yeah, I, think I think there are two. There are two. There are two Lumineer songs in this. I'm pretty no, sure. No, no, no. I don't. Who sings the opening song? I think so. Blue Christmas. Yeah, that's not the Lumineers. Who the fuck sings it's it? Fucking dreadful. I'm not, I'm not looking at that. I'll look it's it up the later. same scene, but the same time around the Lumineers song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And okay. um, all right, Gallagher strangles a camel. Yeah. Well, I'm always relatively okay with that. You know, when when, we're, when, the, when the film starts, That's it's a when it, start. it's, it's, it's halfway oh, yeah, through no, that I feel bad. Start. It's such a shit rendition. It's like this is this is truly a bleak thing because it's not. I don't like the way he he sings, Mister Mister Lumineer. Well, we it's not, well, it's not the Lumineers. I want to look this up because his I, name is Mister Lumineer. He's not <laughs> part of the Lumineers. He's called John Lumineer. <laughs> Right? He's part of Imagine Dragons, but he's gone solo. <laughs> it's spelt L-O-O-M-I-N-E-A. He said, hey, dragons, let's record a, 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 a cover of White Christmas. And they said, no, we're not. It's not White Christmas. You've it's got called to go solo. Blue Christmas. Yeah. Specifically about how Blue Christmas is. His pitch was still about White Christmas. I didn't get that wrong. What are you Something doing? Something that was positive crush? about 
<laughs> about this film this week. Oh yeah. Okay. Here's was what a shining light. No, 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 no. no. Well, I was just going to say, yes. not actually about this film. I was just going to say a positive note this week was a bit of fan interaction uh. that we got through our Facebook page. Oliver, would you like to di- divulge that? <laughs> a man. He 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 like a bolt from the blue. He he hit our inbox up and he said, oh, "I'm about to watch a bad mum's Christmas." Um, this is after he gave us it. A real positive review, and you know, if you're listening out there, if you're listening, Jimmy, get on board. Well, just just anyone. He didn't say if he wants his name read. We can say first. We can say Jimmy. It's Jimmy his Carr. name's Jimmy. It's Jimmy Carr. Um, <laughs> and 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 what we should I say? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, if that wasn't so fucking half-assed, you prick. This is incoherent, no. guys. No, it's not. <laughs> What he was doing there it's is referencing been... the distinctive laugh of international comedian Jimmy Carr. It's a laugh that sounds like this. <laughs> it's more like it, but he, you yeah. know he got the flavour across. Look, okay. it's, right. been a, it's been a really long day and week for me as well. We're recording this on a Sunday evening, and I've definitely had less than the medically recommended amount of sleep this week. And mm. you tried great. to sleep. So I'm I'm sorry, Oliver, if my Jimmy Carr impersonation wasn't up to Alistair, I've always said that what you lack in authenticity, you make up for in misplaced passion. And I love you for it. Now, I'll Jimmy. Strangle you like Peter Gallagher strangled that camel. So, Jimmy messaged us this week. And what did he have to say? <laughs> we were watching Doctor Who at the time, but we were messaging. We were watching Doctor Who. Don't what me. Who was? We were. You were. When he was messaging you us. You and We were both. Well, you and me. <laughs> was I? Yes. I know it was a bad episode, but come on. I wasn't with you, though. No, no. Um, but but when he was messaging us, we were having a nice time watching our own shit content. And um, and he was sort of sending us his thoughts on the film as it went along. Um, if there's anything, you know, you know, Jamie was the, the real correspondent. I was, I was messaging Jimmy back. Um, but then he, he brought up... A, okay. Like, I like fan interaction, okay? I, I want to... I wanna... Yeah, you don't want to be a Kino. <laughs> well, you do want to be, you know, Kino Locker. Okay, so... Jimmy said, I feel emotionally worn down. And, and you know, we, you know, we said, Same, Jimmy. Jimmy, look, we're doing this 52 times. That's after one view. Yeah, I was uh, a bit offended by that. Jimmy said... <laughs> He's got no right to... <laughs> it's, it's fair. It's not fair. Because it is an emotionally draining film because it just... Yeah, yeah but, but for it's, us, it's, it's because like we... It's spitting in our face, saying, oh, I'm so drained after one... No, it's let's a, fucking get on our level, mate. <laughs> it's it's let's solidarity. Be nice to it's like, oh, man, I only saw this once and I drained. I'm, I feel bad for you. That's okay. what he's getting so, at. Yeah, actually, he did, because after that, he said, and yes, this is after one viewing. Sweet Jesus, you poor boys. Yeah. Mm. He's, he's a great he's guy, and you're a piece of shit, Oliver. Okay. Coming in with a real Jimmy said, here are some questions I have, though. One, did Kiki's boobs grow? at different rates yes mm-hmm. I've always wondered about that there's, uh, a, line, know there's if... a line in the film where um, Cheryl Hines is wearing a sweater with Kiki's face on it and she there's talks, your little she talks about one of them popped out later on pubescent breasts very weird not at all what the line is she said uh, the, next, the, the next question from Jimmy is Do how is the granddad preparing Do the line now. Jones toothbrush he's calling Christine and then out pop the other one thank god do the voice Mom, guys I'm trying to, I'm trying to talk about Jimmy's that's an incredibly here. bland rendition <laughs> Jimmy says how is the granddad preparing Jones toothbrush Jimmy is when he says Joan is referring to Christine Baranski Joan, who, that's who, something who that, looks, that we thinks often, looks like Joan Rivers we've often <laughs> wondered about that ourselves no, All right, that's the joke. There's a line in the film. It's the fucking joke where Christine Baranski tells tells her husband to it's go. It's absolutely and put- a joke. It's she- not a joke. 
yeah, I'll prepare your toothbrush. It's like she's so in control and, and ordering that she wants a toothbrush to be prepared. It's like she's got a very specific way of taking I her toothpaste. The, the general gist there is that he's probably just squeezing some toothpaste on a brush. Uh, yeah, we don't know that. Okay. Uh, one she- hour and three minutes in. Those are not iPhones. What is she giving the kids? Now, Christine Bransky, the grandmother of Mila Kunis's children, mm-hmm. often gives them uh, lavish it's gifts. Extravagant. And she's hand, she's hands, she hands over what she says are two iPhones. Now, Jimmy, I'm not sure exactly what what he's going on about here. What I will say is, is that... <laughs> in a general sense. They're just wrapped up boxes, so they could be iPhones. No, I, I will say that though. the dimensions aren't really that similar yeah, to an iPhone box. The, the volume is not, is not there. Uh, third question. Moon Ice? How is the mum this rich? What's the party for? Did I miss that? Yeah, yeah with the Moon Ice line we've, we've gone over, she has some ice sculptures made from I do want, Moon I do Ice. I want uh, to get in eventually to how she sort of made her money. Here's something you can get into now, Alistair. He also asks, as his final question, do you think they improvised any parts? I think during the film you said there was... Yes, I think that the bit... The bit where they're um, at this, I don't know, gingerbread bake-off or something, and um, Carla kind of has made a gingerbread cock... <laughs> um, <laughs> hearing it, uh, yeah, very huge. I don't really like the word cock, if I'm honest with you. I'd prefer to dick. No, yeah. dick's more, I like the, dick's more, oh. dick's more casual. Dick, dick. Yeah, cock sounds more visceral. I don't want to be casual. Cock, cock is a bit more, um, I, I don't know, like, I feel like it's more often used in an erotic context. Really? Yeah, I, I think so. so. I like, guess. yeah. Based on the erotic Dick around bread well, over though. the shoulders of middle-aged women on the bus in front of me. <laughs> you do that a bit, don't you? It's, it always seems to bloody happen to me. I, co- cox I only say phallus. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like I, something I with two syllables. I refer to my um, purple yoghurt spit, but that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> That's too much. <laughs> <laughs> um, just how I was brought up, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we were a purple yogurt spitter family. Uh, um, no, no, no. Anyway, but it breaks. I like Willie. And the way. Yeah, Willie's good because there's a sort of. Kevin Hahn wouldn't say Willie. I think that's my key issue with it. He's not the sort of person who would say Willie. She'd say Wiener. It really is. And I like the innocence. I, I don't want to. Like Willie's, yeah. Willie's what you say as a child. Yeah, but that's why that, it's good if you that say That makes it a little I bit. Didn't, I don't know. I, I'm kind of uncomfortable conflating childhood and phalluses too much. Well, you had one in your childhood. It's not inherently sexy. <laughs> you don't know that about me, Oliver. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, Jamie, that's unprofessional. Um, <laughs> I was just checking my watch. Yeah, okay? unprofessional. Um, no, anyway, but there's a bit and she's kind of, I don't know, like pretending to lick this um, gingerbread phallus and um, it snaps and she kind of laughs and I don't know does does a bit with it I feel like that bit was potentially improvised yeah and what what a a, a great fucking bit eh well I'm not saying it was great I'm just felt it 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 felt more natural than a lot of the gags there's a bit of a laugh and what does she say she says like oh she's a oh shit I broke my cock she says something else yeah it's not look it's not a great line but that's kind of why I feel it was improvised yeah, but you can improvise great stuff as well. But you can, but I, I don't think she did at all. I don't think she did. I think she's potentially capable. What are you? What are you up to there? Anything else from from Jimmy? Mm. Um, no, it was just sort of you know he it was, was just, nice to watch along. He was him. just sort of messaging up you know w- when he got to certain bits. It's that good he to, to hear talk someone about. else's takes, and it's good to um, I don't know like 
kind of see the similarities and differences. Yeah, so thank you, Jimmy. And uh, seeing someone go through it for the first time. Mm, you know, yeah. it's been nearly two months since we first played. That's why I think it. it'll be nice if we do eventually get guests. Mm. So that we can kind of feed off that energy of them watching it for the first time. Yeah, our jaded, hateful yeah, outlooks yeah. can be sort of pushed to the side. We don't want to colour their opinions too much. Let's get them on board. Um, speaking of jaded hatred, there's one thing I want to talk about, and that's go for it, dude. The the um <laughs> the day which in the film is uh, the the twenty third. It would be twenty third of December. Now, in this day in the film, um, they go caroling. And they start caroling. It's already dark. So if we if we have established previously in the podcast, it's um, you know, it's past five o'clock when the sun sets in Chicago and winter. That was when it was, right? Or was it four thirty? I think the sun starts to set around four thirty. But you've got to assume that it's, it wouldn't get properly but dark. And here's the thing: you wouldn't go caroling. You wouldn't go caroling around dinner time because that would be extremely rude oh, you, know, you, you don't, don't interrupt don't, someone's you don't knock dinner. at someone's door when I think it's rude dinner, anyway do I don't like okay yeah sure I'm going to sing it to you yeah, I don't, okay, I don't, but that's kind of inherent to the tradition. There's no getting around. But it's that not with something Carolyn. that we understand as much I don't in this answer the door is. unless I know exactly what's coming. Really? Yeah. Oh, really? I will what answer. If you're the, the only answer, one there, and it's yeah. Like, I, if I'm the only one home, I'll answer the door. If I've if I've ordered something online and I know it's coming that day, what if it? Of course. What if it's something that? <laughs> to be fair, most of the time it's just going to be people asking you for money. Anyway, yeah, it doesn't happen that often. Yeah, most I mean, door knockers, I'm furious. Uh, um, about. It's good. <laughs> usually. Naked. My window um, is actually right above the door, so I can you can never look. Yeah. But I'd have to open it up and they'd see. There's me. an angle yeah. in our house where I can sort of walk down our hallway and and look in a mirror that bounces Ooh, off through the, th- through the front window and shows. I've got no way of, of knowing. Right. Anyway. I listen to their voices, and if they're trustworthy voices, I still don't let them. So here's what we know about their caroling. Usually, starts- sorry, just just quickly. Usually they're not speaking before you open the door, though, are they? I wait a little bit. They knock, and then if they like talk to each other, like, oh, opening <laughs> that fucking door, oh, they're going to kill me. Right. Okay. Um, yes. Yeah. Sorry, Alistair. No worries. Um, There's a man outside talking about about. I swear to God, Oliver, I will bite the nose off your face. He sounded weird. Um, Anyway, so we're presuming that this caroling starts, you know, earliest about six o'clock. That's, I think, the earliest reasonable time you could. I think it could start at five thirty. People will be having dinner at six o'clock. Six o'clock is surely the standard dinner dinner time. That's madness. Madness late or madness early? Madness early. Yeah, exactly. So I go. So surely you go at five. I go at five thirty. Take a break at about six thirty. Have yeah. have lunch. Maybe have some food yeah. with the other carolers. Maybe go to the park, uh, and then hit hit the scene again after most people would have done. That's around that's seven. Okay. Around that's seven is when I resume. I'd, I'd go for the old seven. That's the old classic. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Okay, so what are you, what are you, trying, what are you trying to say here, Alistair? I'm saying that Christine Baranski says they have to hit over 300 houses. Mm. Now, you're singing several, and we also know from the film that there are a lot of songs. How, that how she do we know this? Because there's a bit where um, the guy's looking through the songbook and he says, This is a lot of songs. But maybe That was my doing, first clue. Maybe they're not doing all of them at each house. Maybe That's they're shaking one at each but house you're thinking, and just keeping them I'm thinking keeping at fresh. least, you know, minimum. I'd say at one least song two. each, yeah. one or two, because they're really going for gold. Oh, probably one actually. I, I wouldn't. Don't, we don't really have Carol. Well, yeah, maybe we do, so but I can't understand the kind never, of experience. Did anyone, you just open your door and carols? Give us a give us a. Hit how do you up. react? To yeah, you just sort of singing singing stand there on your porch. This is not what I expected. Oh look, guys, more carolers. Or you have a broken. What if you're not? What if you're alone? You're that one character. If I was alone, I wouldn't. As I've said, I wouldn't answer the door. 
you open the door, hands covered in lubricant, and you have to listen to a three-minute song. Yeah, really great, guys. Can I get back to what I was doing? Real big night for me. <laughs> anyway, my point is that... <laughs> 300 houses, minimum of one song each. Yeah. You're looking at a several hour commitment. Like, Absolutely. The maths is fucked. The maths is fucked. 300 houses, so maybe three minutes at each house. Yeah, sure. Maybe you do a bit of a medley. Um, probably wouldn't say Also, if you're going door to door, you're surely going like each... If I was in the previous house, you'd hear them outside. Like, oh, oh, shit. Here they come. Yeah. Okay, so and you're you looking at... The you'd be getting the same... So you'd hear it outside and go, well, we're going to hear that exact same thing. But a bit closer. No, no, no. That's and we're going to have to stand there and watch and it. Do they, do they expect that's why they have tips a song or something? Variety. Do you pay yes. the carolers, I guess? Uh, no, you don't. You might offer them food, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> food or a drink. You might I love it, <laughs> I think that's something I've picked up generally. You no. might, like, give them, I don't know, biscuits give, or a drink that, that's or That's what something. you leave out for Santa, okay, not you carolers. You it's might, a similar principle. You might give it to them. We need, anyway, is that the we need Americans that have experience we with this. We definitely do. do. Um, I'd like anyway. to remain ignorant. No, um, I want to I know. I want just to let me... F- okay, so you 900 minutes of... How, how much is that in hours? I don't know. The point is that it's a long time, okay? <laughs> we don't need to do the maths, guys. We do, we do 15 it. hours. 15 hours <laughs> minimum, <laughs> which takes them easily through to the next day. But what's <laughs> fuck... And surely they're not caroling at 3 a.m. No. Who's answering the door? Oh, yeah. No one. All perverts with hands covered in lubricant. <laughs> anyway, hey. but what's fucked is after this... They immediately have won the Carolyn Cup. We see Christine Baranski yeah. put it down, satisfied. Those judges surely need a bit more time exactly. to sit on that decision. They're and also, we don't even see with. any judges. So are they, you know... Yeah, they how are they, how are they judging? the procession... Marking them, <laughs> the whole maybe thing. the judges in and each. What, what, maybe the judges are scattered around the houses, exactly. and you don't yeah. know if you're singing to each other. Yeah, it's, it's oh, that, something like I like that. Yeah, it's they're something like, that idea. like the Oscars, where it's like a secret committee, so you need to kind of you know like hit all the houses up. Yeah, because but anyway, know. so after this 15, mar- 15 hour marathon session of singing, <laughs> yeah. Mila Kunis has the energy to go out to a strip show at a bar, which is open for some reason. Which at, presumably, if this is now fifteen know, hours later, day, you're looking at sort of that up you're looking at sort of 10 a.m <laughs> yeah no time for a buddy bar to be holding 15 hours yeah yeah but they could do that the following night but they and don't also, because they tell us oh, shit, when we the get, day we get the captions when so there's there's no way that it's the next night because this film but if takes it's the next day we surely deserve a caption you know? yeah no but we we have a caption because it goes to christmas eve oh so it's the fo- it's in the middle of the day the strip show is, and the christmas the christmas eve is when they have no, but the, the strip party. show is shown to be at night because we get establishing yeah. shots of those night, establishing shots might not be related they might go here's the city at night and now here's the thing in the day. <laughs> you know they show us the it. outside of the bar oh, be fair to and assume. then when they zoom out of the bar at the end they do a nice sort of uh, pan out but maybe they're going here's how that- the bar looks at night <laughs> no, 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 it's no. not relevant no because but- we see Catherine Hahn and Susan Sarandon in the bar and, and it tracks back and it's night time and we also know that Ty Swindell has to leave the next day so it has to be at night the timeline of this film is fucked yep guys there's, there's a whole day in the middle where it's not marked and there's like a whole they day between time yep this film takes place outside of the space-time continuum. I think the strip club is, 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 you know... Maybe time doesn't pass in the strip club. Yeah. 
That's how they get you to stay there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not actually a strip club, it's an Irish bar. Yeah. And all those Mahoo's? people look... Meehans. Meehans. Mahoo's. Mahoo's. Anyway, like a whole well, that's, that's my rant of the week. Now, what, do they have mooses in other countries? Yeah, mooses are like a frozen chocolate milk thing here in New Zealand. If you, if you ever come across them, get your hands on some mooses. They're very Juicies good. are nothing oh, once you've had a moosey. Um, what were your shining lights this week, guys? Good Oof. question. Oh, okay. Oh, no, I remember mine this week. Um, my shining light was, and this is a, know, a bit of a deep cut, but the um, set dressing yeah. for the houses of the characters um, because they have quite a lot of like photos and stuff up on the wall. Yeah. I think I've mentioned this previously, but I was watching closely this week, and there are actually photos which look like the children... Oh, um, of good. the various characters yeah, yeah. so there is actually a Some decent amount of attention to detail yeah. and furthermore I just think that they're quite good because um, they actually look like houses that families live in because a lot of film film sets for houses that the houses are so kind of bland and sterile and I guess that's how some people live but these ones felt like homes and that was nice so they, they seem fairly sterile yeah to that me. okay that is where the set dressing really fell apart. But maybe that's how they're telling us that those kids are bad kids. You know, they're, they're, they're the sport kids. Yeah, we were the jocks. We were the theatre kids. I bet they bully the theatre Once we kids. were rehearsing a play and bloody Michael Gadinsky, the, the, the biggest jock in the school, came in with a football under one arm and harpooned Alistair. <laughs> yeah. And then he just stood there nodding at me for 20 minutes. It was that's horrible. not yeah. a prank. That's know, horrible. Not sure how jocks are in other places, but in New Zealand the jocks are, are whalers. So you can see <laughs> they've often got harpoons on them. They call yeah. them the harpoon squad. And that's not good for a school environment. We don't find no. any whales there. You're just going to stir up tensions. Yeah, and that's what they did. Jamie, what was your shining? My light? shining light this week was Catherine Hahn's outfit at the oh, Sky Zone. Oh, yeah, good one. She's wearing this sort of denim jumpsuit with like a giant gold wrestling belt on. Yeah, that's the best way to describe it. And it's backless. There's a little bit of a back. Yeah, and then she's got a but sort of weird covered, rainbow. Hair clip on. Yeah. It's a really she's she's dressed strange it's throughout the film, outfit, but it's a really it's a good look. It's a bloody good look. Yeah, she looks like a sort of seventies superhero slash porn actress. <laughs> oh, so, what a combo! A hell of a combo, Oliver. What was your shining light? Um, oh look, let's not dwell on this. But it, it was Christine Bransky saying, "Go for it, dude." <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's all you want to say on that? There's no need to dig into that. We- Do we want to go to our Sky Zone segment, maybe? Yes, please. Well, so, uh, we, can't just, we can't just launch Well, no, like, we'll, like we'll, we'll give the preamble first. Remember. We'll say we'll, we'll there's a moment in the film. No, we'll- do that after. It's more dramatic. Yeah. Okay. If you just launch... <laughs> At the <laughs> Sky Zone, Catherine Hahn is doing something. What's she done? At At Sky So basically, That's a feature where we, we like to discuss. Catherine Hahn at one point says she's banned from Sky Zone. She can't, she's, she's the exact quote is, I'm not allowed within 50 yards. It's not necessarily banned true. We don't want to, you know... Yeah, she. she yeah. once she gets inside, she's safe. <laughs> but it's just the 50, 50 yards well, around the Sky Zone. So we, we, like, we wonder why... We, we why, like to, why, is she, why isn't she allowed within 50 yards of a Sky Zone? And Sky Zone uh, is apparently a place where body anything goes. <laughs> oh, it's, it's insane. Well, what I think happened is that Catherine Hahn, in a Sky Zone 
killed a man. Okay. That man? The father of her child. <laughs> oh. Now, we never see the father of Catherine Hahn's child. You know, I think we're supposed to assume that, you know, because she's a, a fairly rowdy, wild character, she's been sleeping with lots of different men. She doesn't quite know, but that's yes. not true. That's not true at all. The father of the child was was the owner and operator of Sky Zone. Uh, but she murdered him in cold blood. Why? Why? Yeah. She just... She, she thought... Because her mother Susan Sarandon is always going on about, you know, I live this rock and roll lifestyle. She's constantly rock and roll is killing people. Yeah, well, she yeah, that's what that's what she thinks. She well, thinks yeah, she drops a rock on him. She thinks that rock and roll literally <laughs> means to, to rock someone in and the head and body. then roll their body away. No, so I thought, I thought maybe like roll a big rock onto them, but no, 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 no. no. She gets a rock one smack, one smack to the head. Really get then she sort of just rolled the body into right. the ball pit. Oh, right. Obviously, the body was found. She had no regard. A for ball sort pit's of, not a great place to. It's not like no, yeah. Especially like, since it was the, kind of the middle of Sky Zone's peak hours. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was... Oh, people, yeah, saw it. There were families the there. Body. It's yeah. not like they found it later. It's but like also they then, saw what she was doing. She wasn't... She was pretty cavalier about sort of evidence and everything as well. So, you know, no gloves or anything. There were fingerprints all over that rock and yeah. that body. Um, so she got caught. Um, but as we've discussed last week, Sky Zone is actually outside of the legal jurisdiction of the United States mm-hmm. it has its own government uh, and they so you know they deal with while murder is still a very, a very bad thing there they're not going to jail you for that so she was just banned because they're aware that it does happen yeah, yeah it, look look you know in a sky zone yeah. it's just part of life in sky zone sometimes <laughs> yeah. you're going to um, hurt yourself falling off the tramp sometimes you're going to get murdered sometimes you're going to mistake what rock and roll means and beat your husband over the head with a rock and roll their body into a ball pit <laughs> I like it. So that's that's this week's skies. I'm slightly disappointed because when you said she killed a man and you said that man, I was hoping it's like Peter Blake. <laughs> um, but it's it's a good. It's, it's, it's a good little, I should have done that. Uh, good little thing. Oh well, we've done it now. It's, hey, it's, look, there's no there's no way that you know no reason Peter Blake can't be the father of a child. <laughs> yeah, that man. He's a very very um, that that father. Peter Blake. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Lost a bit of its sting there, but uh, still, still hot takes. Uh, is there anything else anyone wants to talk about this week? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> I want I this. You're going for an absolutely there. To be yeah. over. You're really. Yeah, oh, fair enough. We, we, can, well. uh, we can. We can end this. We can end hey, it. hey look, you're both great guys. I mean, I enjoy your company, but but, but you want us to get out of your house immediately? Fine, absolutely. Like the Facebook page. I just, I just want to specify that I really did enjoy this watch. It, I did. Really? We didn't really quite get into how much I we liked it or not. And I, I did not like it at all. I think it might be my second favourite watch. That's Really? That is fucked. I'm feeling good. It was it was feeling good for me until it suddenly wasn't. Stripping. Yeah. Well, you know what, guys? I've got 44 watches to go. Mm. We'll see you next time. Um.